0: Amir and I are doing this podcast recording from a few blocks north of AT&T Ballpark in San Francisco, California. Today's podcast topic, which is the Sammy Sosa for George Jorge Bell deal from, I believe, 1992, right? Mm-hmm. You want to say more about that, Amir?
1: Yeah, so uh, just going over the players, uh, George Bell was one of the best players Um In Blue Jays' history, Mm -hmm. he ended up signing with the White Sox. Mm -hmm. And then, after a pretty good year with the White Sox, they ended up flipping him for a young up-and-comer gentleman uh, (laughs) with a wisdom tooth problem (laughs) that prohibits him from eating. That's why he's not as big in hitting home runs. Sammy Sosa. And and a middle relief pitcher who actually had a pretty good year before he got traded to the White Sox. I think he had a 2.8 ERA with the Cubs. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, uh, with the... White Sox and went mm-hmm. uh, before going to the Cubs. Yep. Um and so what's so interesting about uh I guess on the George Jorge Bell side was he was actually drafted by the Phillies originally
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh but then they let him go like they actually the, the Blue Jays ended up like just picking him up as a rule five drafty. Mm-hmm. so he didn't even start out in their in their farm system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh and you had some interesting things to say about Sammy Sosa. Yeah, I mean,
0: Sammy Sosa, that trade from the White Sox to the Cubs, that was, well, first of all, it's one of those rare Chicago-Chicago trades That's, mm-hmm. that's a, that occurred. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, that was the second time Sammy Sosa got traded early in his career. And, you know, he's someone who came up in the Texas Rangers organization and was, you know, let go prematurely. um, maybe in part from, by George W. Bush's uh, you know, ownership of the Rangers and kind of, before ruining the Rangers, he ruined the, this country ruined the Rangers. Just kidding there. That's a podcast for another episode, different podcast category too. But, you know, I, I think they grew impatient with him and maybe they saw something with whom they got back at that time, Harold Baines, uh... And yeah, uh I think the White Sox also grew impatient with Sammy Sosa and then quickly flipped him to uh, the Cubs for George Bell mm-hmm. who yeah, had I believe the one good season with the White Sox and was retired I believe within like 3 years of that trade approximately. Mm-hmm. And you know, Sammy Sosa found his way or his, his uh his you know, his wisdom or whatever yeah. it is um mm-hmm. I always thought the the wisdom tooth issue was more related to why he needed an interpreter in court. I didn't know it was yeah. with
1: the, the other thing. But. Well, I think <laughs> we should probably explain to some people who may have not yeah. know about this. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just go ahead and say what the wisdom tooth issue is with Sammy Sosa? Please do.
0: Um, uh,
1: so, essentially, uh, Sammy Sosa was a pretty good player before he went to the Cubs, and then Somehow, within a couple of years, he ended up hitting 66 home runs. <laughs> yep. And uh, with Mark McGuire, both of them
0: saved baseball. Yep. 1998,
1: right? Um, yeah. And uh, it turns out there are a lot of other players who also saved baseball by doing <laughs> thing. But Sammy Sosa's um, excuse, or for lack of a better word, excuse for getting so big was not steroids, but rather. When he was with uh with the Rangers and the White Sox, mm-hmm. supposedly he had a wisdom tooth problem then, mm. or like some type of a toothache which <laughs> prohibited him from eating food, which is why he was <laughs> he was skinny all that time uh, i've had similar problems except the other way yeah yeah, 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 I ate a lot because I had wisdom tooth, but that's again a different topic <laughs> a different podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you never know what what one's wisdom will will do to one's career, along with a couple hits of uh, injected, uh, you know, I guess, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. So
1: allegedly.
0: Allegedly, yeah. So. And, you know, as a result of his wisdom, Sammy Sosa had this great career with mm-hmm. the Cubs. And, you know, that summer of love, or whatever they call it, <laughs> yeah. where Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa you know, brought back the fans after the the 94 strike, right? The summer of hate or whatever. And, and yeah, there was that great yeah. home run chase at the end. And Mark McGuire mm-hmm. won. And Sammy Sosa came in second. And, you know... Uh, uh, Luis Gonzalez, the Diamondbacks, came in third in, ah. that, in that Summer of Love, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, But, you know, Sammy Sosa ended up having his great career then, and he was a part of a bunch of commercials in, uh, all over TV, and yeah. people fell in love with him, and I guess he kind of fell in love with himself and decided that if he was doing this well as himself on roids, allegedly, maybe if he lightened his skin, he'd be even better, yeah. so... And George Bell, yeah, George Bell kind of went the other way, right? Yeah. The one great season with the White Sox and not, and now the baseball, not soon after.
1: Yeah, I mean, George Bell is interesting. He's like one of those cases where, like, you'll see a guy mm-hmm. play really well for a lot of years back to back to back. And then have yeah. you know, one bad year and then he's out of baseball. It's like I don't really understand why he – I mean, I don't really – Remember hearing anything about that?
0: You know, I don't either. But I, I do. I have noticed that over the years. I mean, I've been watching baseball a long, long time. It it seems to be more common than one may think. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the best example, but the first one that comes to my head now is. Uh, you remember how on top of the MLB World Roy Halladay was before he got that first year with oh, the yeah, Phillies, yeah. and he signed that four-year deal. Well, he did get hurt, I believe, in year three, and he retired shortly after that, and he was so good, you thought this guy was going to go along you know, many yeah. more years with, with his success, and he's gone, and look at someone like Ryan Howard, like, what happened to him all of a sudden?
1: I know, yeah.
0: So it does happen quite a bit. I mean, one argument is, I mean, I don't know about in George Bell's time, but... But now with these mega contracts, Mm -hmm. sometimes people think that players are motivated to get the big contract, and when they Mm -hmm. cash in, they kind of – it may be human nature to kind of lose focus or kind of relax. I don't really know. But it is an interesting phenomenon that's happened for many, many years.
1: Yeah, and he was such a good player, too. He was like a guy who would hit home runs mm-hmm. before the steroids era. I mean, mm-hmm. 47 home runs in 87, that was unheard of. Although 87 yeah. was like a weird year. A lot of people hit a lot of home runs.
0: I think Will Clark was one of those. Will Clark, that may have been his all-time his best season ever for home runs, I think.
1: Yeah, and McGuire hit 49 home runs yeah. as a rookie.
0: and like, That's right. Most of those at the, at the All-Star, before the All-Star break, That's right? That's right. Yeah. He had
1: like, 36 before
0: that. Yeah. 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 People thought he was going to break the single-season record. Oh, yeah. wait, he did. Oh, he did. Thanks to his wisdom, he eventually did. Yeah. But then Barry Bonds' wisdom surpassed that, so.
1: Yeah. But it's just kind of interesting, George Bell.
0: Um, Corey Schneider had some great seasons then, too, didn't he? That's right. He had 36 yeah.
1: home runs. Like, so, like, 87 was, like, an interesting year. I mean, George Bell was the best among, in a season where a lot of people did really well. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy had talent. He pretty much hit, every full season that he played, he hit 20 or more home runs, except Mm -hmm. one year. But even then, he got 100 RBI when Mm -hmm. that meant something, you know? Right, right. He was, like, a solid player. Like, um, Anyways, it's just kind of interesting how. And he retired when he was 33.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which you know, by today's standards, is young, although, mm-hmm. you know, for baseball, it might be a little bit old.
0: Right. Yeah, and, you know, that, that was it 47 home runs in that MVP season?
1: Yeah, 47 home runs. So, if you think about
0: it, I mean, like you said, it meant something back then. I mean, it, it 50 home runs had rarely happened in Major League Baseball history, and, uh was it 90, ninety 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 one when S- Cecil Fielder came from Japan? Yeah. He had fifty one home runs, and that was such a big deal. And then the Summer of Love stuff happened, and yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal. So, but you know, they had some help there, right? From yeah. either Major League Baseball or. Okay, well, I mean,
1: we? I think eighty-seven. Again, I don't know. Eighty-seven was a year <laughs> we are yeah. like talking about controversy. We always get here. There's always yeah. like a controversy <laughs> to talk about. It. We like side get sidetracked, but uh, but I mean, it's it's appropriate because Sammy Sosa is in this. But yeah, eighty-seven was an interesting year. A lot of people talk about the juice ball theory. Yeah, in fact, that theory came up during the summer of love era, mm-hmm. where where everybody found that it was like basically steroids. Yeah. But there is, there are theories out there that in 87, they tighten up the baseballs yep. to get more home runs. And yep. I actually believe that. I do, too. So it's just kind of... Um,
0: Chicks dig the long ball, right? That's right. So there you go. And so do male so, so baseball the, fans. So. That's
1: right. So do most men.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and teams needing power hitters. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, I don't know. Amir and I have talked about bottom lines a lot. In our previous podcast. And bottom line is, the Cubs still haven't won anything. And the White Sox did win a World Series finally, but without George Bell, of course, when they beat the Astros a few years back. But I guess I would give the Cubs the winning edge on this. I mean, just because, you know, whether there's aid or not with, you know, performance enhancing drugs, I mean, Sammy Sosa did have better numbers. Mm -hmm. He. Was you know this part became a spokesman for Major League Baseball, yeah. and you know, George Bell had the one good season and was shortly out of baseball, too. I mm-hmm. yeah. what, what what's your what's how do you feel about who won that trade?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, at the I was I don't I wasn't even following baseball at the time, but mm-hmm. I think we were both kids, but yeah, I would have thought that it's a It's not a good trade for the Cubs just because of, oh, there they go again. Like, they traded a really good player. Yeah. And I I can't really justify the reasons for it other than maybe a salary dump or something or, like, contract thing. Um, But, yeah, definitely Cubs won out. I mean, Sammy Sosa made a lot of money for the Cubs.
0: He did. Um, He He did. He
1: got a lot of. And, yeah, he brought a lot of excitement to it. In fact, they made the playoffs with him. They did. Whereas in the well, White Sox did not do anything with George Bell. Right, right, right. So. Yeah. Um, they yeah. Made,
0: eventually made Steve Bartman a, a hero in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap it up there, everyone. So thank you, Amir, so much.
1: Thanks, Scott.